Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. Gonna hit the town. Yeah, I'm gonna make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm gonna live it up. Yeah, stay out all night. But should I have had some better times? And I can't. He's always walking in on he's something. He's always walking. He's walked in on some stuff with us before. Always. I think. I think all of our kids have walked in on us doing something. Yeah. <laughs> like they probably don't want to remember. No, and they're like, "You don't lock your door. It's not our full fucking knock." Childhood ruined. Childhood ruined. That's our job in life. <laughs> I don't think that was the qualification is is ruining your children's life by having them walk in on something they shouldn't see. Wait a second. <laughs> we had the door closed. Yeah, knock. That's their problem. That's a rule. Knock on the door. So, you yeah. know, if they didn't That's their knock, problem. No, it's so completely why, on them. Childhood ruined. But it's not all our, by themselves. I'm not saying it's our goal to do that. It's not our responsibility. Make sure this happens once to your children. <laughs> but I think scar them for life. <laughs> I, I got to say, I, I never walked in on my parents doing anything ever, not even on accident one time. That's true. I can't remember, but my mom said that my dad used to sleep naked or always slept naked. And yeah. so when I'd knock or come in, he was always like trying to get his boxers on as fast as possible. I never. Okay. This is, this is weird. Now I want to tell you before, before we start the podcast, I want to tell you. Wait, have we started the podcast? Oh yeah. We've been going for a few minutes. Oh. Um, the. I never walked into my parents doing anything ever, but my grandmother used to do calisthenics in front of the in front of her mirror in her room, and her in front of the mirror it with a door open, like right down the hallway. She wasn't even in her room and around the corner. Okay. No, 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 no. She would do cali- with just her underwear, topless. Wow. Now, when I was a kid, I just thought that was normal. I thought, well, didn't, didn't everybody's grandma do calisthenics uh, naked no. in front of the mirror? No, I, no, no. I was four. I was five. I was six. I was seven. I had no idea. So you were seeing boobs? Oh, boobs. She just had them out, and she just <laughs> would do calisthenics. She would touch toes, and she would jog in place. I had no idea. I bet your grandpa loved it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I asked my mom about that in my 20s. I said, look, I don't mean to be a jerk here, but... Did you know that grandma used to do calisthenics naked and my mother would go, oh, she embarrassed me with all my friends. So apparently in her 20s and 30s and 40s, she used to do that too. And I bet you, Gra- no wonder why grandpa died with a smile on his face. It was all good. Yeah. Could but you start this podcast? It, we, I did. Well, do your pressed, intro. Oh yeah, the intro. <clears throat> Welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast brought to you by KGXT Studios, located in a bunker 200 feet below occupied California. Brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC, who's now back in the swing of things. Oh, yeah. he is? He's, yes. It has been, I'll tell you, loud one. He made some big life decisions, jumped, took a risk, yep. and jumped, and now he's making some coin Doing what he loves, driving truck. He got out from under his his other situation. It was one of those ones where you stay because of loyalty, even though you're not making the money. Mm, and that's he finally, a tough decision. It's tough. And he finally said, look, I got a family. I got to make a change. There's an opportunity. 
And, and he called me and I said, and he said, the opportunity is not a sure thing, but I have to jump ship to try it. Yeah. You just don't know. You don't know what's on the other side. He did it. That just does with a lot of things like divorce, marriage, like all this stuff, having kids. If there's always a turn on the other side. You have no idea what's coming. No. So he did it. He's doing great. Um, I talk to him almost daily. We text back and forth. Good. Um, He's absolutely happy. Absolutely doing what he loves. And so, yeah, Loud Trouble LLC, back in the swing of things. Beautiful wife, getting his his life squared away, going to buy a house, going to have some property, race some cars and do some stuff. Living his best life. So we're we're happy for him. Living the American dream. Living the American dream. So, yeah, I got it. Before we do anything... Uh-huh. Uh huh. We were doing something. <laughs> we were. Do you do you have your sheets pulled up like a good girl? Yes, okay. dear. Um, Josh is fired. Wow. Well, Trippy was last week, so this week's Josh. No, I mean Josh is fired. I have to let him go after the show. I got to call him. He's done. We got to uh, pull him from the staff thread. We got to take his name. Whoa, na- whoa, whoa! <laughs> Slow that roll. We got to pull his picture off the website. Wait He's a done. second. Nope. Okay. No, 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 no. See, there's three of us executives on staff yeah we need to vote no i just voted he's off the island he's no yes he is discuss this with the kid no why because i'm not going to why he's fired no you need to tell why oh i need to tell why why he's fired i thought you meant why i didn't talk to the kid because i'm not gonna why why is he fired what do you do i have my microphone and everything set up a specific way right here Okay. Right. And during our live streams, I have my microphone positioned right where I want it, just how I want it. It's 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 in frame, and it was hard to get this right to this point. Okay. I have blocks of wood to my right here, uh, where the microphone swing arm is bolted to. The block blocks of wood set the height and the direction of the microphone perfectly. He knocked him over, apparently, when I wasn't in the studio. The kid told me this. And he reassembled him wrong, and I didn't notice. Wow, he got ratted out. He got ratted out. So I'm in my live streams, and I'm trying to move my head, duck my <laughs> head down. I'm moving my head like this. I'm grabbing. Chucking the, and jiving. Chucking and jiving. Chucking and driving. I, 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 I'm bobbing and weaving, and I'm trying to move the camera to fit where it's supposed to be facing. And I can't figure out what the fuck is wrong. I just found uh, t- two live streams I've done now. So. And I just found out that Josh reassembled the thing he knocked over incorrectly and and oh i was mad yeah so he's fired for moving your mic he's fired for not knowing how to stack blocks <laughs> kindergarten 101 yeah he failed well he's from new jersey what i expect new, so, new jersey okay yeah so there's him um did it did uh did did I tell you that Daniel Edwards came up? He was up before the barbecue in his production company. He's he's the guy that we've done some stuff with with the Lakers and the Dodgers and the Pro Bowl stuff in Vegas. And he's gonna he's thinking about helping out with Two Bears car show next year. Oh, very cool. Two Bears taking over the entire car show. Like taking it over its mind, stay out of it. Wow. I'm, and him and I I'm gonna I'm gonna be his sidekick on this. But he's if Does he, he know what he's getting into? I think he does. He's to- well, he's totally ready. But if he's able to I do meant this, dealing with you. Oh no, he has no idea. <laughs> he, is no- <laughs> he thinks this oh, is going to be smooth sailing. But if Two Bear does take over the car show, number one, his ideas for running a car show would be way better than anybody else's. However, I was thrown out with Daniel Edwards. They said, "Hey, can we get the Smokey and the Bandit? Like, get the there's some really good lookalikes for Burt Reynolds and the car." Oh, that would be cool. It'd be great cause at a car show. This mm-hmm. is going to be good. And um, then uh, uh, I said we should also get uh, Knight Rider. 
You know, the kit oh, car. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cool 80s thing. Like she will bring yeah. Gen X talk stuff. Wait, wait, in there. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You and David Hasselhoff in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And not a lookalike. Get the real. 25 da- years later, 35 he, years later. Because he lives, I'm sure he has a house in LA. And it wouldn't be any big deal. You know, you can hire celebrities to come out. Daniel's production company does that stuff all the time. So we'll get David Hasselhoff out there. No, no, no. I'm talking about you and him. You had a little beef with him, you know. I'm 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 gonna return the favor. He's he's not leaving there without a bloody nose. Whoa. That's fair. That's uh, David, if you're listening, come on, buddy. We got to go both ways here. It's been it's been thirty has it been it's been thirty years. Well, yeah, I was about, gonna say like thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but if not I, that you're holding a grudge no. or anything, <laughs> you know. No, r- real quick. Um, the, um, a long time ago, uh, Night Rider was filming in in near Castaic. They were filming off the 126. There's a frontage street in 126, and they had they were filming two or three days out there, and they were filming uh, on a, on one of our family's um, junkyards. Is really hey, what it was. If you don't remember, Indian Dunes was. I Indian wonder, throw Dunes. That, throw yeah. that out there. See it, if anybody remembers. It Indian was not Dunes. as far down as Indian Dunes or the KOA, but it was on that same same yes, same road. On you the had to go buy it. It's true. So they were out there filming for two or three days, and um, and uh, a big set, a lot of people, cars out there. I got to drive the stunt cars with the guy they showed oh, me how to do cool. it. Oh, that's cool. Really cool, learning from the stunt drivers, like a couple things they do. I, well, okay, I didn't get to drive it. I got to ride in it. I that's should, okay. I shouldn't say I got to drive I'd it. I'd still ride it with a stunt driver in it. That'd be very cool. Yeah. So uh, so my, my girlfriend at the time was there. Was not me. Was not you. And she was all about David Hasselhoff. Of course she was. David has it. David has it. Oh my God. I did not have that feeling with David Hasselhoff. Well, Sorry. neither did I. <laughs> I got to be honest. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, the long story is he's walking around. The super nice guy. He was nice to everybody. He was treating everybody nice. But she wanted an autograph, and she was just melting all over him. So she gets her autograph, and he walks one way, we walk the other way, and I had a tennis ball in my hand. And you were turning the color green. I lost my shit. And I turned around, and I yelled, David! And I threw the tennis ball right at his head. And he turned around just in time for that tennis ball to hit him right in the face. And I mean, it was a perfect throw. Tennis ball going to hit him right in the face. He tur- And I'm telling you, the whole when I yelled, the whole set went perfectly silent like you're fucking with the star well they didn't know what you were doing well they knew when i threw the tennis ball they went because they could see the ball going across the lot okay well at least it wasn't a baseball no it was a tennis ball he he turned around gonna hit him right in the face the last second i mean the superman speed he catches it you did a Miyagi? He miyagi that thing. He backhanded that <laughs> tennis ball right in front of his face. He goes, whoa, and his head flings to one side, and he looks at the ball, and looks back at me, and I was like, God damn, because now I feel stupid. He caught it, you know. I'd have felt better because if I was in a jealous boyfriend rage, if it had popped him. So he just throws it back to me. But he zipped it. He, let me threw it back. I missed it, and it hit me in the face. He threw it right at my face. Oh, my God. I missed it. I put my hand up just a little bit off. I missed it. Hit me right in the nose and in the upper lip and just made my nose bleed. Just a, just a touch. My eyes were watering. And, of course, he comes running over. You okay? I'm like, oh, God, go away. Don't don't ask me if I'm okay, man. Oh, my girlfriend. The, yeah, see that? See the eye? Brother. You see I'm what you're doing? rolling right yeah, now. That's what my girlfriend was doing. She's like, you idiot. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, you deserve that. Well. 
So, so you, when if David Hasselhoff shows up, if 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 Daniel Edwards Production Company pays him to be there, I'm bringing a tennis ball. I was gonna say note to self: no tennis balls. I'm bringing a tennis ball. <laughs> Clean out the truck before. I'm gonna stand way across the lot and go, David. <laughs> we're gonna try this again. <laughs> Probably pull a muscle this time or something. You guys both will. I swear to God, if he does it to me again, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go kill myself. If the, so. Oh. Uh, it's all in good fun. I love David Hasselhoff. He's a cool cat. Um, he was very gracious to everybody there, but he did give me a little bit of a bloody lip, bloody nose situation. As and you so deserved. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> we 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 are bringing it back, and uh, I mean, not going to punch him. Would never do that. I love David, but you know, tennis ball from fifty yards. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think we should be able Man. to do that. But I'm looking. I'm fifty five now. I I'd have trouble throwing it at him. He's got to be what 103. <laughs> He's got to be really old. I'm not sure he can Him throw. And Chuck Norris. Yeah. You have a list of people, huh? I got a list. Yeah, Chuck Norris won't be uh, at the car show because I'm sure he's still going to be jealous about that 20 bucks he owes me, a little upset. And now David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Guy, we're just putting a list together. I got a list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so next year, next spring, when that when that car show happens, David, I'm going to do everything we can with Daniel's production company to get David Hasselhoff. It's not hard to do. You just book them, and if they're not yeah. busy, they, they show up. That's fun. Does he have a date yet? No, I don't think I don't think he's even told everybody he's taken over. I think if anybody, <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the first thing you do is like. You think if they listen to this podcast, is his the the owner is going to come out and go <laughs> lean lean out the door and go, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> when did this decision happen? Oh, two bear. You know, I know when he at the last car show he went fuck this. I'm doing this next year. No, no way are we doing that. He did in his mind. He already took it over. No, oh, true well, story. All right, all right. So we got through the barbecue. Yeah, we did. Ooh, oh, this was is that a weekend. This is reason number two. Josh is fired. Why? He got into this studio and he wrote on the desk. Oh, <laughs> he crawled under the desk and he signed the bottom of the. It's oh, well, under, that's okay. What do you mean it's okay? That's okay. He did it underneath. So if I if if someone comes up and signs your butt cheek from underneath, it's okay because whoa, it's underneath. Whoa, that's a little personal. So is the studio, and you know it. <laughs> you oh know it. Gosh. Okay. So yeah, he's Poor fired Josh. for that too. But I'm I wow, what a weekend. I think <laughs> uh, I think that I know there was so many good things that happened during the Gen X Talks barbecue. It it was so fun, but I liked that the the viewers got to put faces and names together oh that's lionheart oh yes. that's trippy pineapple oh sun valley fox Iceman. yes i like that part yeah that was very cool they were like, it oh. was just um it was a marathon not a sprint no it was really fun and josh did such a good job singing in the yeah. background and playing the music one of my best moments was sitting out at the fire pit when it got dark and we had a, a low fire going and we were singing along. Josh was playing Piano Man. Yeah, that was very He cool. was playing that um, that uh, uh, McClellan song, Bye Bye Miss American Pie. And we were all singing with him just quietly. Uh, just some really, really and intimate moments. the food moments. was good. Oh, the food ended up to be good. It was just, I don't know how many times I went back and forth to the airport this last weekend either. <laughs> Taking people? I was people. like, wow, picking them up. And, yeah. and then our house was just, we had a lot of people staying with us. Yeah, I, it was I a house took full. a few too many days to recover. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm recovered yet. You know, um, I got it. I don't, I'm not saying that I never want to invite Sammy Joe back again. Uh oh. But I don't want to invite Sammy Joe back again. Uh oh. Now, 
for those of you who don't know the inner workings of Gen X Talk, she's kind of, um, kind of a staff member, kind mm-hmm. of a. Anyway, she's about. Is she, she a boxed blonde? Oh, she's a box blonde. Okay. She's about three foot nine. She got double D's, and she's dingy as the day is long. <laughs> now, normally, her dinginess and her perkiness and her doom walking around, because that's literally when she walks by you, you hear doom da doom da doom da doom Oh, you do? That's what you hear. That's her theme music? That's her theme music. <laughs> kind of like the Mario theme? It's the Sammy theme? That's the Sammy theme. Okay. So I gather everybody around at the barbecue. I gather around the bar. I just want to tell a joke, tell a story. You know, so I get every, come on over here, come I on, knew, get everybody here. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And I get everybody there. I'm like, all right, let me tell you something. Gather around. Thank you for coming. Blah, 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 blah. And, I, and I, I'm going to tell a story that has a punchline. And it's a common joke, common story, common thing that I've told a bunch before. But we're doing this for Iceman. Mm-hmm. Okay, I brought him around to my side of the bar. He was standing with me. Mm-hmm. So I very clearly tell the audience, I tell everyone, don't say the punchline. <laughs> Until I get to the end, I'm going to tell a quick story. When I point to everybody, everybody in unison can can say the joke, can say the punchline, and that's for Iceman's benefit. He's never heard it. It's going to be great. It's it's. He funny. didn't know how popular he no, was. No, he didn't know at no all. Clue. And we were showing him that. So I I I say don't say the punchline. Don't say the stuff. This is for Iceman. Everybody, this is Ice. Mm-hmm. And we did introductions. And before I begin telling the story. The, 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 the area's quiet. The, bar, the bar's quiet. Sammy Joe tells the punchline. <laughs> she just says it. She just, as I go, okay, are we ready? And then she goes, blah, 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 and says it. I go, I just told you guys not to say it. The one rule was don't say the punchline till the end and don't say it till I point. And what does she do? She blurts it out right there, there's, fucks the whole thing up. There's always one. Oh my God, I just, I, I seriously, every person at the barbecue is like, dude, he just told you not to say anything. <laughs> we all know the joke. We all know the punchline. None of us are saying anything. Everybody's a grown up. Everybody's, and then there she was. So I got to tell you, I don't care if Trippy counts her as a plus one or not. <laughs> she, she's got to be excluded from the next one. It has to be. I'm sorry. Oh man. She's going to give shit away, man. There's certain stuff you there's decorum there, there's protocol. I don't know. I was so I'm look how mad I, look at the vein in my head. I know. Just from retelling the story, it was already all right. Three woosa, days. woosa. woosa. All right. <laughs> so um, you know, what was very cool was a lot of people came and gifted you and the kid many gifts. I thought stuff, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was so, great. I got one. I got a couple things. I got a wine, a couple wines. Yep. And I got a big huge basket of bath stuff from scott royston scott royston brought me he he's an artist he does oil paint you guys can go check him out on scottroyston.com he does a lot of little personal things that they're that you really have to look at him to find a connection and i did there's some things on there that i really like but he hand drew i don't know if it was in pencil charcoal 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 he took some charcoal drawing and he he took a picture of of the kid and me and and made something for us framed it in glass and brought it it's going. It's right now. It's to my right, but it's going up in the studio. I'm so grateful. Yes, and you know what I thought was amazing is he flew on three planes with that. He walked on. He didn't put it on. You know, no, I think it he, was carry on. I think he bought a seat for it. <laughs> put a seat. Belt <laughs> I just on thought it. that's amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Well, so, I yep. couldn't be more appreciative of all the things that everybody brought. Yeah, and then you got your. Jack Daniel Sinatra. You know, uh, your doctor friend from Reno brought that, and it's Jack Daniel Sinatra. He had heard me talk about it a long time ago, 
He wanted and, to know what was so special about that. And then he couldn't find it. Every <laughs> and place, that's why it's so special. <laughs> everywhere he went, he's like, okay, this won't be hard to find. I got connections. I'm a world famous doctor. And he's, I can, he couldn't find it. And he finally gets a hold of somebody. He races all the way to the outside of town. And he stands there and he's getting, he buys two of them, one for himself and one for me as a gift. Very thankful. And the guy who's selling it to him goes, wow, this is, you're buying two of these. And he goes, yeah, one's for me. And then the guy says, oh, you, you're giving one as a present. And he goes, yeah, it's kind of silly, but I'm taking it down to a barbecue for Gen X Talks down in California. And the guy, the guy who's selling him the, the alcohol goes, you, you know, Gen X Talks, <laughs> you, 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 I love those guys, you know? So the, the guy who's the liquor store guy signed the box. Yes, he did. Came in, he signed his name on it. So we could say his, I don't even know what his name is right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll put da that up. David Overton? Overton. Yeah. Is it David? It's, David. O it's, it's, it's. Overton is it's his Overton. last name. Yeah, Daniel, I, David. I know the name. I recognize the last name for uh -huh. sure. Yeah. Um, in comments. So that was really cool. So it was, so there's, there's a doc. He's up in Reno, putzing around, getting that, looking for it. He finally gets it. And sure enough, the guy he's buying it from knows us. He's a fan. That's very And he's, doc's got to roll his eyes. Go, oh, not, not you guys. Yeah. Too. But he <laughs> kind of smiled and had a little twinkle in his eye going, yeah, I've known, like, I've known them since kindergarten. Since, I know. But then, the guy's like, like, you actually know them you can see the doc looking at him and going yeah it's not that it's not that <laughs> <Yeah>. impressive <laughs> i've known him forever <laughs> they're not that special i've yeah. known them since we were kids <laughs> oh, no. that's funny so there was a there was a good story to that but we did get a few things and it was a lot of fun and it was free the barbecue was free nobody had to pay anything nope. to come just had to show up so yeah i think stuff. it went really really well it did it i think so too oh real quick by the way and then we can move on um you have a lowe's credit card now i excuse me you have a Lowe's credit card. When did that happen? Mm. And how did that happen? Well, <laughs> clearly you I applied for one. I haven't been to Lowe's one. lately. <laughs> so how did that happen? You you needed one. So you got I one. needed you one. You needed one. So can we So move that's on? for everything in my garden, right? That's oh. what that's for? Oh, oh thank sure. you. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was, the, that was the intent. I'm <laughs> just letting thank you know. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, bum, 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 bum. There was something else. Oh, we had some fan questions that came through. We had a lot, but... Um, we can trade off a couple of these. I uh, wrote them down. Um, they, they, there's a now, Before we do the fan questions. What? There was something that you wrote. And we have a staff thread, you guys. We yeah. have a staff thing where we we talk amongst ourselves. All day. And all day long. Yeah. So I did not participate in the live stream on Facebook last night. No. And all I got was in the staff thread was, I love Brenda. I did write that. But I wrote, yeah. I did write that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, who's Brenda? I don't love Brenda, just so you know. I don't But you love. said you loved her. Oh, it was being sarcastic. This what happened? Because during the live stream on Facebook, I was just, uh, you can ask, uh, I think, uh, I know Josh was there, and so was Ashley on okay. staff. All right. And um, I had just said, hey, you know, we, we're doing the movie night for free on Discord. Gen X Talks movie nights for free on Discord. You come come check it out. Um, it's a lot of chat rooms, and it's it's really cool. And then I, I, I gave away a bunch of stuff that we were doing, like, hey, you do this, go here. And it was all free, right. you know. And then like I said, we do. like we do. And then I said, by the way, if you join Patreon, um, there's not only a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff from Gen X Talks, but you get an email because Facebook and, and TikTok and YouTube don't always tell people 
when we're going live. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't they don't remind people. They don't notify people. So there's a there's some people, quite a few people, that have joined Patreon to get that email because a half hour before the show, we send them an email. Yes, and I hear that's really fun to and, get. And it's and it reminds everybody. You don't have to watch, but at least you know. And it's a dollar. Yeah. It's, it's one dollar to join. Four quarters. Four quarters for a dollar. So then we moved on and said, hey, we're going to be in Eureka um, on the, on September 11th just for free. Going to hang out. She goes, this girl Brenda goes, well, that's it. You're, you've changed. I don't like Gen X Talks anymore. You're all about the money. You're all about capitalism. You're so different than you used to be. Wow. For now, the dollar. For the, well... For the she, almighty dollar. She didn't quite. She didn't clarify what she was talking about, but Ashley copied and pasted it for me to see. Yeah. And I read this, and I'm like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" I've literally said ten things. Nine of them were free. <laughs> Nine of them were stuff like, "Hey, this is what we do." Just so you. Oh, the other one's a podcast. I said you we can. We don't charge for the. We don't podcast. charge for the podcast. Just go see the we podcast. We're not behind a firewall. No, we're not. A, a paywall. Or paywall. We're not sorry. behind a paywall. Not a firewall. And Excuse I said, me. we're not, we, I, I listed 10 things and nine of them were free. And one of them was a dollar. And she goes, that's it. I'm done. Like she threw her papers in the air. Man, let me tell you, I went off on her like <laughs> I was drunk. I, and it wasn't me. The, the the chat room went sideways. Good. Most of them just told her to leave. <laughs> well, then just get out of here. That's we don't give feel. a shit. Uh, Ashley went after her the hardest, though. She's like, how dare you? And then went off. But yeah, so when I got all the way down with the live stream, I checked in to the staff thread and I go, I love Brenda. <laughs> I, okay, that's, that's a good clarification. That's Thank why you. I don't love Brenda. There's always someone every once in a while that drops in and says that. And I'm thinking, and then the other one is when they... They mess with you guys with the video, like the kid, like, how oh, they, dare you to yeah. have your father treat you like that? And I'm like, wait child a abuse. second. Well, they've turned us into child protective services because of a 60-second video. That's what I mean. I go, I they're judging the relationship from a one-minute video. Well, she, Brenda, Brenda said, said some more comments, and I, I addressed her one more time, and I said, okay, let's say, this is what I told Brenda, I go, let's say that we were getting paid to do this. Let's just pretend that there was a real sponsor and we were really getting paid to do Gen X talks on the air. Okay. Okay. Let's assume. I said, I can tell clearly you're against that. You're like, oh, you sold out. You're doing this for money. I said, what do you do every day for a job? Do you get paid at your job? Are you good at whatever you do? Do they give you a paycheck? Well, Brenda, if you get a paycheck for your job at something you're good at, you've sold out. You're part of capitalism. I think you should work for free, you dumb broad. There you go. And I turned it around on her and said, not not that we're getting paid from, we don't have a sponsor, but if we did, all of a sudden we're a capitalistic sellout. Why? That's what you're doing. You're doing something and getting paid, dummy. So true. So I told her, I said, look, I said, you need to sew a big H on your shirt for hypocrite because that's what you are. That's how it ended. I was so mad. I was just livid because what a dumb thing to say. I know. You know, we give away so much time. And What happened to uh, the, the motto our parents said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say, say anything, anything at all. I don't know. It's just We need to have anymore. a little more of that in this world. I agree. Why, we Jeez, do. Jeez, it's like, oh, man. Now, can we do the fan, cu- yes. couple fan questions? We yes. can bounce around here. Okay, I'll do the first one. Okay. Fan question. This is one of the most popular things that we get in the mail. Is it easier to raise boys or girls? Boys. Boys. That's my answer, too, by far. Oh, uh, hands down. My, my my version of that is simple. When you go, let's just take a 13-year-old boy. He's doing something stupid. You take him out back. 
knock him around and get him up and say, all right, dust yourself off and don't do that again. You're done. He learns, don't do that. Right. You discipline. What do you do with a 13-year-old girl? <laughs> you can't spank her. You can't. So you just take away their makeup and their phone. What do you do? It's so hard to, to punish a teenage girl because you're like, you got to stop. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about punishment. I was just thinking about like, it just popped in my head about like back to school, boys, five pairs of Levi's, five shirts, tennis <laughs> shoes, and, and socks and underwear. And we're good. Yeah. Call it good. Girls, uh, we got to have, you know, the latest style, the latest fashion. We got to have our hair done. We got to no have our kidding. nails done. Oh, you know what's man. really bad about the girls is that, you know, because we've done this with, with four daughters recently, and you raise them, and then they go back to school, and everything, I got to have these clothes, yes. I got to have this, I got to have this, I got to have this. I can't tell you how many times they've come back to me after a week and gone, never mind, that's not what's in style. Nobody likes that. I'm an outcast. I go, wait. I just bought you all these clothes uh -huh. and you don't want them? No, we have to go get all new clothes because now that I've been in school for a week, I know what to get. Which was the daughter? Which daughter had to have the neon skinny jeans? Which they one were, was that? Yeah, that was our millennial daughter who's married to the Marine at Camp Pendleton. And she had, they were corduroy too. Remember oh, that? that's right. They were that's bright right. purple corduroy, bright orange corduroy. That's right. And she bought them. Too small. Yes, that used to frustrate me when I would tell them, I go, you guys are, can't stay the same size every single year. And you wash them. They're going to shrink when you I wash know. them. And those dumb girls of ours would get the wrong clothes, too small. And you know, it's almost like just the, the first batch of money you're going to spend, it, just throw it away. Light it on fire. It won't matter. Ugh. I was so angry. I, I can't even tell you. It chaps my heart, I tell you. <laughs> All right. What's... The easiest age to raise kids. Ooh. Um, oh, man. I want to say, first of all, I don't do babies. I do babies. I'm just, they're okay, but they... they we I'm, compliment each other with that. Yeah, I don't know what babies want. I can't no, tell. We, we talked about I would raise them till 12, and then you got them <laughs> 12 and over. You I would say... Years. I would say daughters from 4 till 11 is my favorite for raising daughters. I, I think zero to five is easy. Minus no. potty training. <laughs> <You can. laughs> yeah, but they, in zero to five, they can't tell you what they want. If they're if they're hurting for something, it's like, are you hungry? Does your tummy hurt? Oh, or do you know. want you don't? You, I can't. They can't answer moms you. No. no, moms know. You need to pick a spot and quit spinning around. Why? Because you're the microphone's going up and down because you're doing this, and then you do All talking right. over here, then you talking over here, and I'm then you talking over even. here. I'm no, bobbing. Just and sit even. still. All right. God damn, you like one of my kids? Just sit, sit. So, boys, um, twelve to seventeen. You think that's easy? No problem there at all. None. I think boys are just easy all the way around. Well, that was the first question. The second question no, was, what's the age? age? I think they are from the get-go. I think boys from zero to eighteen. No, are. from zero to four, I don't. I can't relate to any of them. They can't talk. They. They can talk around too, but you just can't get any part of that. Oh, okay, none of it is any good with me. Okay. Um, all right. The one person wants to know if we're mad about John Travolta's house. Why? What about it? Well, apparently the there's one some in Florida. Yeah. Now they're mad. There's like an uproar because someone Google Earthed it. It's been this way for fifteen. Forever. Yeah, for twenty I, he years. Has a, he has a, a airplane. Right now he's got two, and okay. now they're saying you 
oh my God, look at John Travolta's house. He has airplanes parked at his house. I'm like, yeah, it's been that way for 20 years. Yeah. They say it's environmentally unfriendly. <laughs> That's what they that say. makes me laugh. He's had that forever. Well, he now, now they're, they're railing on him. So someone wrote us an email and said, what do you think about John Travolta's house? I went, I wish it was good my house. Him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying good for him. <laughs> I don't care if he's got I two airplanes. I think money spent wisely, don't you think? I do. I like it, but they're they're having a they're having a fit well, over it. Whatever. Okay. So yeah, I'm not mad. <laughs> so there's there. It was so funny. This guy God did. Bless him. This guy did a recap of all the comments on on this thread about John Travolta. I guess it was on Reddit or something. <laughs> So there's 16,000 comments and everything's negative about, you know, the environment and his airplanes and blah, 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 blah. His grass is yellow in most of the corners. He's not even taking care of his lawn. I'm oh like, my goodness. And then one dude, they highlighted one guy because in this aerial picture, everything, the pool is right out back of the house. The airplanes are attached to the house. Yeah. They, the airplanes roll right up to his front door practically right. like a car. They do. They yeah. run, they're connected. They have a, right. they have a port and, off way way off to one site is his tennis court and one comment of guy says he really he really doesn't like tennis very much you know that's not that's not cool man tennis should be a bigger part of john's life <laughs> bigger part of his life because he has of, to trek all he does he got to take a golf court. cart all the way to his tennis court and they're like dude how tough was it? Look at that poor tennis court way over there. And off you know to what? He probably had that property and all that before everything got Built around him, I'm, I'm sure. sure. And it, you know, it connects to an airstrip. All those houses and properties, they all have airplanes. That's why it connects to an airport. Yep. And it's been like I like you said, it's been there 20 years. This isn't like new stuff. No, it's not. But anyway, so they 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 wanted to know. <laughs> we thought about I, John Travolta's house. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so what? this one's weird. Somebody sent this in. A Cuban Iron Man. Beats himself with sledgehammer oh. and survives. Wait. <laughs> and they said, yeah, I read that one too. He goes, is that a win? And I had to double take. He beats himself. He, he's an, he won an Ironman competition. Then he's like in this crowded street, takes a sledgehammer, starts beating the shit out of himself with the sledgehammer. Was he drunk? I don't think so. And he survived. So did he win or lose? Because if you're trying to kill yourself or knock yourself unconscious, he didn't do it. If that was the goal, then, then I guess he lost. Then he lost. But if he survived the attack, then he won. Attack on himself. <laughs> so is that a win or not? Uh, that's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> I have no comment. This is, I figured you were going to give me your men acting 12 speech again. Well, I just don't want to go there. All right. Um, I got a long email from a guy. There's another, another one from a fan. He says, this email is like 16 pages long, and it's like he's in the in the, in his closet, sitting on the floor in the dark, writing, and he says, "I think my girlfriend's pregnant. We're wait. She's taking a test. She's going to go to the store. Um, she's going to take the test. Thinks she's pregnant. She can't be pregnant. What am I going to do? How am I tell her parents? How am I tell my parents? You know, I'm waiting for her to call. She said she was driving down to Seven <laughs> Eleven to get. The, there's 16 pages that is just this dude writing from the from his from his closet, from his room, from something, talking about my girlfriend might be pregnant. He goes." Have you ever had this experience? Have you ever have you ever worried about, you know, getting a girl pregnant and it ruining your life? And have you guys have you guys ever had this anxiety? Uh, and the first thing I wanted to write was not the level you're having it, dude. <laughs> that's a, that's huge. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't going to write 16 pages to a perfect stranger, <laughs> you know, just minute by minute as we're waiting for the, the He's a little stressed. He's a little stressed, but Huh, he wasn't stressed in the moment of no, the uh, situation. He wasn't worried about it at that yeah, time. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Um, I, yes, uh, I have been in situations 
conversations with girls back in the day when you're waiting for them to call or come by and you're worried that there's going to be a pregnancy test that says positive. Yes, I have been that guy. Uh, well, I think girls go through it all the time. Once once you start having sex before marriage or whatever, we wait for that monthly <laughs> visit yeah. every single time. Because once it comes, you're like, yes, like <laughs> woo, we made it. So, you don't have to explain things to your parents. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We got another month. Keep well, he, on going. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> Yep. Did you just say we got another month? Keep keep on. Yep, there you go. Wow. <laughs> good times, good We're times. Good. Tell your boyfriend, call him up. We're good for another month. That's Let's right. Go. <laughs> Woo. I, I got to say, I never would have thought I heard you say that. <laughs> Um, oh my god oh all right um thank god our kids don't listen to this no kidding they, they don't that's the one good thing about not giving a shit about our their parents like we don't listen to you guys we heard you enough we don't give a shit what i you know say. We, we there's nothing hidden well we, we talk, talk about. we talk about them sometimes and i've had people call and go you're talking about your daughter what if she hears she's not listening they don't no, give a shit don't. what i say hey guess what yeah uh, lately i've been seeing the reoccurrence of fanny packs did you ever have one not a chance you and sure you, I you would never. A, you weren't a closet fanny pack man. Not a chance. No way would I ever. <laughs> no man purse. No fanny pack. What a stupid yeah. invention, the fanny pack. Why is that a stupid invention? Because that's for forty-five-year-old men that had that that wear khaki pants and <laughs> and socks with their sandals. What about women? I don't care if a chick wears has a fanny pack. That's fine. I don't. That's good. Oh, you're okay with that? Absolutely. But you're not okay with a man having it. Not a chance. Okay. There's the the I I I will judge you if I see you. I'm trying to think. I think I did because I was bike riding a lot. Like I used to go off and ride bikes all the time when I was older too. You yeah. know, instead of you can't always carry your purse, so having no. a fanny pack on the back while you're bike riding was a great thing. You know, well, you had everything with you. We we don't talk about your your psycho sister very much, but her husband was a cool guy, and he had a fanny pack all the time. But and, it, and I said, I made fun of him one time years, years into this family. I'm like, dude, you know, you're kind of cool, except you walk around the stupid fanny pack. And he goes, where else am I going to put my gun? And that's I went, right. oh, because he was a retired cop. That's and I was right. like, okay, never mind. Now, that's the one exception <laughs> that he I could see. He always had that in there. I remember him coming to uh, my mom's house and he'd put it way up high on top of my mom's curio cabinet. Yeah. You know, because there were little kids at the time. Like, oh, no, he was, he was very responsible. He was very responsible. Yeah. About it. But yeah. But it was just funny was that he was that guy with the khaki shorts, the open toe sandals with the socks. He was the epitome of the thing. Shirt, A retired cop. Shirt tucked in to <laughs> yes. his shorts. And I'd go, one day finally like, dude, you, ah, I just can't. What are you doing, man? You just you 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 got the stereotypical vibe, and he goes, "Well, I'm going to put my pistol on." You're what? He pulls it out, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yes. So I was like, "All right, that's the only time." Okay. That that I'll go along with. Otherwise, no. Hell All right. No, you got to be out of here. Goddamn. <laughs> I hope there's people right now. There's, I hope there's guys listening to this throwing their fanny packs away <laughs> as we talk. Yeah, but they came out in the '80s. That was the one of the fashion trends. Wouldn't even we? know. Didn't notice. Like neon, you didn't nope. wear neon colors. Not a chance. Nope, I was. What you. about parachute pants? Okay, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay, you've known me my entire life, even though we weren't married in the beginning. You know, have you ever seen me in anything from let, let's say from fifteen to twenty-five years old? Did you ever see me in anything but blue jeans and a white t-shirt? 
and maybe a flannel if it got cold. Right, flannel. That but, was it. But never a no, fanny pack, never a tie-dye shirt, parachute Do you pants. remember the neon? I don't think I even wore neon. I'm trying to think. I didn't go that. Don't you no. did? You had uh, you had you had those those. Yeah, didn't you have neon leg warmers? Those little no. Ne- Different girl. Sorry. Yeah, not me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, well, I'm just saying it's what it looked like. So, do you remember back in the day MTV? How much we waited for videos to come on? We never knew when a music video. No, people get people. They don't understand. You can any song that rolls through your head. You can Google it because remember how we oh, what was that song? What was the name of that song? Who sang that song? We had to wait yes, until the song came on the day. radio or until it came on MTV. Now kids just they can you get a song in your head, you can go find it in eight seconds in and YouTube play YouTube or something. I we know. had to wait forever. And MTV was just music. Yeah, it was just music. That was all that was on. And but you had to sit there. And I remember when I wanted to hear a song, I would click through all the radio stations in LA, hoping someone would be playing it. I yeah. click, 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 click. Wait a minute. But do it MTV, again. I mean MTV and VCRs were about were the same yeah, time, so close, we were yeah. able to like videotape. Videotape, I'm right. Yeah, videotape, yeah. use the VCR to do like sections of MTV and then we could go back and watch it and get the video we wanted. Yeah, you as know? long as you knew how to program the clock. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if you could figure out how, you know, of you know all what the RCA stands for? Really crappy appliance. <laughs> <laughs> Blinking, blink, Look at, blink. You know, you think with all the alarm clocks and all the VCRs and all the stoves and ovens out there and the microwaves, there would have been one universal set of three buttons to program a clock. Oh, no. That's why clocks just sat there blinking 12, because every one of them was different. VCRs were the worst. There yeah. was always 19 steps to programming <laughs> yes, a were. goddamn clock. One, 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 and, two, three. And then yeah. if you didn't press the right button at the end, oh, it started God. over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It so was like rocket science for a If VCR. you could program your and VCR. those things were so freaking heavy. Yeah. So if you got, <laughs> like, well, there was a reason for that. They knew you were going to get so frustrated with the clock. <laughs> they made them heavy so you couldn't throw them across the room. My <laughs> word, those were heavy. Those were almost as heavy as the television, the console TVs. The console TVs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys are like, whoa, we've got our flat screens and our plasmas and all this new technology over the past 20 years. You guys think you're great. And you guys make fun of our generation for having the the uh, a console TV where it's made out of wood and you can put decorate. Well, you know what? I would take right now, right now, I would take a big console TV, a very large one because I'm old and I got to see. But if it had a record player, a tape deck, mm-hmm. speakers built in. That's cool. And you know the nice ones even had a bar built into them. You could wow. open it up and there was liquor. And how many of you in your generation, millennials and Gen Z, how many of your entertainment centers Come with a place for alcohol. <laughs> That's right. And generation the other thing, generation yeah. X for the win. <laughs> and the other thing is we didn't have to worry about thieves coming in and stealing our televisions. <laughs> no, not unless there was like nine of them. You'd have to <laughs> go, go to Home Depot and hold up four fingers, put four guys in the back of your truck. What are we doing? We're moving a television. One. <laughs> one <Just> television. One. <laughs> now they get flat screens like nope. No, yeah, you can walk out with one under each arm, but back then, mm, nope, you weren't taking that shit. That was not going. Your telephones didn't go your console tvs didn't go your vcr didn't go microwaves didn't go because they were so and because your telephones were wired Wired to the the wall wall. (laughs) 
Oh, good times. Good oh, times. hey, so we are going to be in Eureka uh, today. As we're recording this, it is September 7th. You're probably listening at the earliest September 8th. But on September 11th, we will be in Eureka. We're visiting our millennial tree-hugging, computer-repairing, <laughs> liberal, pot-smoking son. And uh, we got Is he still a liberal? Yeah. Okay. Funny how you picked that. You didn't ask. Does does he still smoke pot? Well, he <laughs> does. He still does. He still fix for uh, computers. You picked the liberal one. I thought we one. were bringing him over to the dark side. That's all. <laughs> well, I don't know we're going to go visit him, but we're doing a meet and greet. Um, there's going to be a couple people there. Just come by and say hi. Since we're going to be in town anyway, we picked. Yeah, we were going out for pizza. We were, we're taking yeah. him out, so we just decided to announce it. That Did you catch the name of the place we're going? Yeah, Paul's. Paul's fine New York style pizza by the place, original New York pizza. So it's got 30. 30- what the guy do? Just sit down and go, well, I want my name in there. He wants it to be inclusive. I like New York pizza. <laughs> so I think I'm going to put that whole thing in my name. Oh, but it's also by the slice. Oh, Add yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll serve it by the slice, not whole. You know, so, so let's just this, put it all look, in there. It's at 604 F Street, Eureka. September 11th. We'll be there around 530. We're going to hang out for a couple hours and have a few drinks and have a couple slices Stop of pie. Stop by and it's say Yeah, it's going to be fun. So if you're anywhere near uh, September 11th, it's a Monday, so you can run up there after work if you want to, or take the day off and drive there. If you need a little few hours to get there, it'll be worth it. A lot of fun. Anyway, there you go. There's our plug. So can on the podcast, can we talk something a little political? I want to hear your opinion about something. What? So really quick. Yeah. um, Are you, are you, do you have any worries about the Trump indictments at all? Um, One. Really? Yeah. Bring it. Um, real quick, the the only one that even concerns me a little bit, and we could spend time talking about all the reasons why I'm not concerned about the other ones. Um, you know the Mar-a-Lago raid? Yes. I'm a little concerned about that. And I know nobody else is. Well, Biden had classified documents. Hillary Clinton had classified documents, and she deleted hers, and she didn't get... I, but the one thing I found out over the last couple months is... Um, the attorney general's office sent a letter to Trump and said, we understand you got all the stuff. We get it. You know, other presidents have done it. We get it. But there's, there's a certain bunch of these we need back. Okay. Now that's standard procedure for every president. If they say, if they come to you, if the FBI comes or the DOJ comes, say, look, we know you got these. Every president takes them, but we want to review them. Once they review them and say, okay, these you got to bring back every single president, Obama, Bush, Every one of them has brought the, them back. Okay. Biden, when they said, well, it was in his Corvette, it's in his garage in the Hamptons, and it was out in the, he brought them back. Okay. Because that's what, that, there's just like a grace period, like, okay, you took them, but can you bring these back, please? Trump didn't. At all. Well, some, but there was some, they said, no, 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 these over here, you have to. Once he refused to, and he has reasons, he's got stories behind it. But that's the only the only indictment that I think has a has a chance of getting him in any kind of trouble is because all he had to do is bring him back like everybody else does, and he didn't do it. Hmm. And okay. well. he, there's some things he's claiming and some comparisons, but it's like God, you, that's the only one that legally has any merit to it that I've seen. So yeah, I'm only worried about that one. Just that's all. If you want to know. But that's 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 okay. That's well, it. I was just wondering. So, do you remember um, our daughter's boyfriend, millennial boyfriend, who showed up to the barbecue? You mean just a few days ago? He really got hammered. 
So I've been told. Yeah, so I've been told. And then I talked to my daughter. She goes, no, 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 not at all. Although the people that told me he got hammered cut him off from drinking. Yes, that's said, what I was told said, too. Dude, you are so screwed up. And You're- it wasn't just one person. No. It was multiple people. They cut him off from drinking. And then my daughter goes, no, 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 he was fine. No, he was not. And on the way out, as as I was leaving, he tried to hug me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Does he know that that's... He tried to hug me because I was hugging people and going, hey, man, glad you came. Hugging the women, hugging the men, little bro hug there. Dude, can't... So thank you so much for making the drive. Thank you so much. And he gets in line and this kid tries to hug me. I said, what are you doing? As his arms were coming around me, I pushed him back. said, whoa, dude, we ain't doing that. And my daughter got her eyes wide. I said, you can shake my hand. I said, we are not at a point where you are going to hug me. I don't care if it's a sentimental moment in my backyard or not. And I stopped him right there. Mm. Didn't even phase him. Now no, I know why. He was drunk. He was, drunk. <laughs> he was completely shit But it bothers me that our daughter is oblivious to the fact that he was drunk or oh, she's not. Or she's admitting. covering. Yes. One of the two. I don't know which. But. Either there were multiple wrong. people. Either she's right and our friends are no, wrong. There's no way the two people. Well, it was Two Bear and, and Mary Mathis. Yeah, you they know, were the ones behind the bar. And they're friends. You know, they're personal friends. Like you know, your boy, your daughter's boyfriend was all fucked up. I believe that. Yeah. So either our daughter's lying to us and trying to cover for him, or she's so dumb she didn't know. Either one is wrong. But I got to talk to her now. Again, am I worried? Am I worried? Is she gonna Is she gonna listen to this podcast and be no. upset? No, she doesn't listen to our stuff, so it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh! So, do you have a car story this week? Oh, uh, you know, I was. I knew you were gonna ask me that. I got a. I I have one that's so long it would take an hour to tell, but I'll condense it. It's really weird. It's, <laughs> They're it's, all weird. No, well, why this, is this one any different? Because this really isn't about cars. This is a story that just happened. At a car dealership. So it's really, if you guys are waiting for an automotive story, you're not getting one this week. This one's just weird. All right. Okay, go. So I had a friend in my big car dealership, and this was in the 90s, and a friend, let's call the mechanic John. Why? Because that was his name. (laughs) I'm just not giving you his last name. So you know how you put a car on a rack and you raise it up in the air? Then you can work on it underneath. So they put it on, on a rack or on an automotive lift. Okay. So John comes in. And our stalls, our work areas at the back of the dealership. You know, we're all the way at the back. And he goes, he comes in with this this girl and into the into the base, into the garage, and he goes, Hey, we're gonna get in this car, raise, raise it up in the air. So he had this car on the rack ready to go. He climbs in the back seat with this girl. I raise the car all the way up in the air, and they take all of their clothes and they start going at it. What? And then they I guess they fell asleep. So service manager comes. Now, remember, I'm condensing the story. Service manager starts looking for this guy. His truck's still in the parking lot, so he knows he's there. And he's mad because he's running around. Where's John? Where's John? Where's John? Can't find John. And uh, finally, he goes, he he points to me and he goes, is he up there in that car? Because I guess someone told him. And I was like, no, I don't know. Maybe. He goes, lower it down right now. So I bring the car down. And sure enough, they're both in there naked. He gets out of the out of the thing, and as he as the service manager is yelling at him, he raises the car back up so they nobody messes with the girl. So the girl's now up in the air. He's getting yelled at. He's getting screamed at, and he gets drug off by the service manager. Like, okay, I'm going to fire you for this, and I'm going to do. And so, turns out the car that they put him in was in for a relatively quick service. It was supposed to be in there for like an oil change and a tire, something you could wait for because the customer now is angry. It's been two hours. 
three hours. She's been up there. It's a woman. She starts coming out there with the sales department guys. Now, the sales department guys have no idea what's going on. They find the car. They tell me, lower that car down and give it back to the customer. So I lower the car down. The girl gets out of the car with the lady standing there who owns the car. She starts screaming at the girl for being half naked in the car. The girl keeps yelling, John said it was okay. John said it was okay. John said it was okay. The woman who owns the car starts beating her, starts punching her. The girl's fighting back. The The window gets broke because she's throwing shit like tools at her and stuff. The window <laughs> gets broke. The cops get called. Both women get escorted away. The car gets towed for some sort of evidence thing. The car is gone. Both girls are gone with the cops. The guy who owns the car shows up later that day going, what happened? My wife got in a fight with what's going on. The guy who owned the car's name was John. Oh. So the girl in the back seat kept saying, John said it was okay. Oh, no. The woman thought it was the husband <laughs> who said it was okay. Oh, and shit. Everybody was pissed. So two days later in the newspaper, there's a story about the girl, the woman, the guy, the car, the mechanic, and the police. At the end of the story, the police impounded the car and were doing a search on the car. There was drugs in the car that the oh. wife didn't know that the husband was pedaling on the side. Oh, my god! So once the guy dodged the bullet, like, honey, 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 the mechanic's name was John. It wasn't my chick. I didn't know anything about her. She calms down, apparently, and then finds out two days later. He's a drug dealer. There's, he's selling <laughs> drugs out of it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Could that domino effect happen? That was just perfect. The, you want to know the only the only good thing that came of all that? What? Other than all of us mechanics got to see the naked chick walking around and the, when she was screaming and yelling, <laughs> was that the guy the mechanic John didn't get fired because the service manager said, "Well, the heat's off you now," because now the whole story is about the wife, the guy, the girl, and the drugs. No one really gives shit about the mechanic who started all this mess. He kept his job. After Unbelievable. All that. Yep. Wow, that was a pretty good story. <laughs> well, yeah, but it really wasn't a car story per no, se. But it but was a dealership story. It was a dealership story. Oh, so oh my god. I gotta tell you that the you know, I'm sure there's shenanigans that go on in every business. I'm sure there is. But I I don't I think that automotive can put their shenanigan stories up against any other industry. <laughs> Maybe Hollywood would be worse. Other than Hollywood, I'm telling you. The stuff that goes on at car dealerships, it, it's it's the it's the it's the most shenanigan stories out there. Yeah, yeah, I think. Just telling you, that's that's a true story. Wow, that's crazy. Ah. <laughs> oh, huh. and we thought we weren't going to have anything to talk about. No, I we weren't even ready for this. We're like, ah, oh, we got to do something. You got something to say, but I don't. No, I'm to the say. one that reminded you that we oh, had a podcast. Yeah, you were real quick. I think I told the story before. Um, Uber. I, oh, my, yeah, you said a cup. My said, Uber story got can't my Uber order got canceled at the taco place because they didn't have the ingredients. Yeah, you said that last week. The next the next week, the guy couldn't find her house, couldn't find her house, smashed all my donuts <laughs> in the bag. Yes. Then I ordered when everyone was here for the barbecue, we had people staying at the house a couple of days before. Yes, we did. So I ordered three boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts and I figured, okay, well everybody can have some donuts. The Krispy Kreme manager calls me at like six thirty in the morning. And says, hey, uh, we don't have any Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> what? How is that possible at it's, 6.30 in the morning? I said, you can't be out of, what, did someone order 400 boxes before me? 
You can't be out of it. She goes, no, we just we don't have a maid. I go, that's your job. You make like one donut. The Krispy Kreme is a glazed donut. I go, that's like the only thing you do. Now, they do have some cake donuts. Yeah, but they're famous for their glaze. But the, the 90% of what they sell is their glazed donut. I put in the order the night before, and she calls me at 6.30 with the Uber driver standing there and goes, they, the Uber driver's telling me, he goes, you got to talk to the manager. She doesn't have your donuts. You only wanted a dozen. Just wanted a dozen. Well, a couple three dozen. dozen. But still, Whatever. they do thousands of donuts. At 6.30 in the morning, I told the lady, I go, you cannot be sold out. Obviously, they didn't pre-plan. And she gave me some song. But that's three things in a row. How do you, how do you order a taco uh, from a taco place and they say, we don't have the ingredients? You can't build me a taco? How do you order a Krispy Kreme donut the night before? And at 6.30 in the morning, they go, we don't have any. I know. How do you I don't not have any? What I'm the hell? Just, I'm it's losing. Bad, it's bad luck. Uh, yeah. I'm not too thrilled about Uber either. Well, I mean, I had an experience the other day about it. They were bringing me something. Oh, a gluten-free pizza. Yeah, that's and right. And the guy, Uber, the Uber company called me and said they can't find my house. I'm like. Yeah, that's not my problem. Your map doesn't work. And then the Uber driver calls me. And while he's on the phone with me, he's going, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. As, I, as he's trying to find my house, I'm like, if you would just be quiet and tell yeah. me where you're at, I can totally direct you. Yeah. He wouldn't shut up for me to give him directions to my house. So I kind of just sat on the phone and waited. I went, well, you know what? If you're not going to listen to me, well, then fine. You know, well, how was his delivery when he showed up at the door, though? Um, He was fine. He was just kind of short and didn't say anything. You know, short like as in grumpy. talking and grumpy. But I mean, I got it. But my, my pizza was cold. And but why is he mad at you? Like you, you didn't move your house. It's not, uh, it, no, it's not our no. fault. If you can't find the house, we're not hiding it from you. And I told the Uber company when they called, I go, it's not my problem. Your map does not show where our house is. Right. You but, need to correct But it. you know what? DoorDash does. Yeah, Other no. places do. Postmates does. But it's starting to irritate me because it, it always comes back like it's our fault that they can't find yeah, our well, house. Well, we should, we should move our house to make it more convenient for those people. I mean, it really is our fault. So. Because everybody just checks to Google map. They can't check another map at all, right? Can't no, go there. No. They, or guess what? If you, drive, if you drive around and you're in a different location, re-enter the address. Google will find a new way to get you there, <laughs> and it always works. No. Yeah. I guess people need to go back to paper maps. So real quick, something I, that I noticed that I thought was, you know, every now and then we have an, an artificial intelligence story. Remember I told you that every, every couple of podcasts, some really new thing comes up, and this one struck me funny. Uh, colleges are now complaining that all their students are turning in paperwork done with, uh, with AI, with uh, the, the chat GPT things. There you go. They're well, the schools are trying to find a way to identify if it's authentic work by the student or not. Here we go. Just go back to writing your paper instead of in typing. penmanship. In yeah, penmanship. That's go true. back to old school and write it. You know, I was going to go through this whole big spiel and go, "What do we do? How do we correct this?" You've already figured it out. I haven't even told you it's the story very yet. Very easy. <laughs> very easy. Well, there. You know, I I told you before. This I won't. I'll just recap it. I was really upset with kids who don't remember things. And in in our kids are the same way. Oh, yeah. Because when you and I were kids, when anyone Generation X was, we were kids, and we had a question. If you had something like, well, I wonder how far it is from the Earth to the moon. I wonder how far it is from the Earth to the moon. You'd think about it. You'd ask your friends, ask your buddies, ask your parents. If no one knew, it ate at you. It gnawed at you. It was. It bothered <laughs> yeah. you inside, and it became an important question. Right. And, what, and it finally, if you look it up on Encyclopedia, or you find someone who knows, 
you remember it for the rest of your life. Correct. Because it gnawed at you. You needed to know. God, that was irritating. Kids today, look it up on Google, and I can go to my kid uh, three days from now and go, so how far is it from the earth to the moon? You just looked it up the other day. He goes, oh, I don't know. I know he doesn't remember go. because he doesn't care to, because he doesn't have to, right? because Google's always going to be around. He can, at any time, he doesn't have to remember anything important. Kids don't have to remember math. Kids don't have to remember history. Kids don't have to remember any facts or information because they know it's right at their fingertips. Why would you want to memorize this shit? And they're partially right. They don't have to. I prefer it the other way. I prefer learning. But they're right. They don't have to. Why memorize this stupid stuff? Because I know how fast the speed of light is. My kid goes, who cares? I can, if I really want to know, I look it up. Mm-hmm. Now change over to this. Kids are like, why do we have to study and turn in tests? Why do we have to turn in reports? What for? I'll just have my AI, my, my chat do it for me. My chat GPT do it for me. Or TP. We're just TP. getting we're just getting lazier. Well, think about where this is going. They, the kids are saying, "Why do you care?" Mm-hmm. And the teacher says, "Right now, the, the teacher has the same approach as me." Well, we do care. You need to learn it. You need to write it. You need to come up with a complete thought. You need to put it down on paper, and you need to submit it. And the kids go, "Why?" I'm always going to have an artificial intelligence to do this kind of stuff for me. Always, forever. Just like I'm always going to have Google for answers. I don't need to memorize answers. I'm always going to have artificial intelligence from this day on helping me with this kind of stuff. Why are you making me do it? (laughs) So they're using the same argument that my kids used when I was blowing them up about learning things and remembering things and being curious. Now they're just at the next level. They're at the next stage going, when I used to say, now I can go back even farther. Mrs. Rowley, our fifth grade teacher, Mm -hmm. she yelled at me one time. She goes, we got into an argument in class and I go, why do I have to learn my multiplication tables? She goes, because you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. Turns out I do. Yes, you do. Now you do. Turns out she was wrong. And then when I tell my kids, you know, you got to memorize these questions. You got to think about the universe, man. Contemplate it. Get some answers. No, I don't have to worry about that, Dad. I've got Google. And then and that's the part one was the Mrs. Rally and the calculator. Part two is Google and me. <laughs> and part three are these kids now with, with I say we go back to handwritten. Well that's reports. The, that's the way to get around it because you just I wouldn't even have thought of that. And that's just brilliant. go back to where it was. If they do that with penmanship, they cursive, they make the teachers can make them write it in ink and cursive, harder to cheat. Now they could copy it. But boy, you're going to remember it when you have to write Absolutely. it down. Absolutely. Well, I have another thing. I'm hearing all these things about, especially going back to school, about kids as young as six or seven having a cell phone. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. And our kids weren't allowed to have cell phones till junior high. Remember, right. we, we yeah. didn't allow them with a lot of restrictions, too. Sure. But I was thinking, Kai, how could we solve that problem now that now that we have all this cell phone knowledge and technology and stuff out there? And I'm thinking, you know what? We, why don't we make an age? You can't buy and carry a cell phone until you're 18. Why can't we put an age? We've put it on cigarettes. We put it on alcohol. Because you'd have to prove that it's detrimental to their health. It is. You're just saying that. You Oh, okay. Well, if uh, Gen X mom says it is, pass the law. No, but it is. Their attention. We have ADD. We have ADHD. We have attention that's, deficit. But that's not they're with like, every kid. You, you there's know, you, a lot of them. You don't want to say, here, we don't want to give a beer to an eight-year-old because you're not really old enough to decide what your, what your alcohol intake should be. 
so wait till you're 21. You can't buy cigarettes till you're 18 because an eight-year-old can't really decide if they should be addicted to cigarettes at eight. We have to wait till they're older. You can't say the same thing with a cell phone. You can't say, well, we're not sure if you can handle the responsibility of a cell phone. It could ruin your life. Well, we could say that it has... it has a lot to do with them driving. You've given a teenager you, well, you that's could, driving. You could make the argument, you know, but see, some of that stuff, they they don't listen to old people anymore because they figured out that we make shit up, just like you're doing right now. And let me give you an example. What were we always told? Generation X, ladies and gentlemen out there in the audience, Generation X, what were we always told? If you sit too close to the TV, it'll ruin your eyes. Every day, our entire upbringing. <laughs> and we now, did. they have video game goggles you strap to your face. And your eyes are one inch from the screen. So apparently, somebody was full of shit back then. It was a lie. Were they? So, Were they? Well, I, I'm just saying, you're coming up with all these things. I'm just trying to solve the problem of our children and having And so were our parents telling us not to sit too close to the TV. At some point, someone's going to look back and go, you know what? It turns out a six-year-old could have had a cell phone, and it didn't, it didn't ruin their life. I think it does. I, I, I agree needs- with you. We shouldn't do it. I'm just saying you can't you can't start passing laws and rules about that if you don't have something concrete to back well, it up. Well, that's just something I'm just saying. I go, why couldn't we slap an age thing on it? I mean, guess I, what? Parents need to do that. Guess what? It's called parenting. Just do it yourself. I agree. You can't wait for the government to legislate morality. Just get in there and do it yourself. I have to tell you something. My sister-in-law, the Mrs. Sun Valley Fox, yes. told me that my niece... Um, their oldest daughter has a uh, a daughter that's in junior high. Yeah. And she is one of, one, she goes to school and she does not have a cell phone. My niece will not allow her to have a cell phone. Okay. She wants her to have education. She's the only one in her whole grade, pretty much, that doesn't have a cell phone. Is she an outcast? Yeah, kind of. She says she has no, she came home and told mom she has no friends because. All right. I'm going to make one small argument for cell phones. Okay. All right. Go. In it maybe in junior high, not sooner. I really believe this is when you say when we were kids, we'd say well, we go outside and play with our friends on the street. We go swimming as a group to people's houses. We go to birthday parties. We go to the park. We go to little league. That was our social interaction, and I got to participate as a, as a kid. I would go to these things. I knew where to ride my bike to go to my friend's house. I knew where the swimming parties were. I knew where the pool parties were. I knew where the baseball was. We got to go do it. That was our social network and how we did things. And I was allowed to be part of it. Today, kids' entire social life, how they interact with each other, boyfriends and girlfriends, sharing things is all on their phone. When you take that away from a kid, you have unplugged him from what is going on in his social environment. He didn't create it. He did not create 3,000 friends that are talking to each other on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook. You didn't, you didn't create that. But when you take that phone away, you are saying you don't get to be part of what's going on right now. You can't be part of it. And the kid looks at you and goes, why can't I? Why All my friends get to do this. This is, how, this is how you get a girlfriend. This is how you find things out. This is how you learn how to interact with your friends. Unfortunately, it's true. I don't like it. Well, that's what I was just going to say. There's my other argument of why we need to get rid of it because we're creating children that are socially awkward, that have to hide behind a screen to make a conversation. Listen, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's People, the kids ridiculous. today do not know how to have an in-person conversation. No, not at all. But you're, when you, if you have, if, if your niece, okay? Yeah. If she's in a school of a thousand junior hires and she's the only one without a cell phone, 
I would make the argument you are making her socially awkward. She has no idea what's going on. When people do talk in person at lunch, she has, oh my gosh, did you see what that girl, did you see what that movie star, did you, she has no idea. She can't participate in anything at any level because of the way society is now. You want to take every cell phone away? Fine. Then she's got a chance. But you're not going to be able to do that. So when you, I hate to say this, but when you withhold that phone, you are disconnecting your child from their peer group. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I hate it. I'm Generation X. I hate that we're at that point. But you will have your child sitting there in a chair at home looking out the window, not being able to relate to his own grade level, not being able to relate to kids his own age because they're all talking about the new things, the this, the that, the TikTok, the, 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 the trends and everything, and they're not going to know. They have no idea what's going on. You have just made them completely isolated and socially awkward. You have. Then... I'm not telling you to give a six-year-old a phone. <laughs> I'm not, but I have thought about this, yeah, and that's a I tough spot. I know. I'm glad we're not parenting right now with no, those things. But it was hard enough during our time to do that, yeah. let alone the other way. That's craziness. I hear you. Hey, I think we'll have we'll be able to get this posted, and Two Bear is going to have to buy donuts and coffee tomorrow morning. You know, that's the rule, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, that if the podcast drops at midnight on Friday, uh, Two Bear is obligated to buy his car dealership uh, employees uh, donuts and coffee. And I always like sticking it to him. It's like, yeah, you got to go do it. <laughs> go get those donuts, buddy. Just don't get them from Uber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're going to be smashed or not available at all. So. Exactly. Um, you know, did so... I think that's it. Was there something else? We're going to talk about no, something else? We I don't think it? so. I All think right. we covered a lot for the stuff that we said we weren't going to be covering. All right. Here's the question. How long have we been on? Uh, 57 minutes. No, you're way off today. One hour and eight minutes. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh. You're off by almost 15 minutes. Wow. That's not like you. I know. You, you, you see that you have not recovered from the barbecue. I have not. <laughs> I even told you today, I go, I don't want to work today. I felt like such a little kid. No, you're whining in there. And of course, everyone on, you, you whined on the staff thread and everyone's like, yeah, don't work. Fuck it. Who cares? I just don't. I just cannot get in the groove yet. Did you care. hear what Mrs. Fort Watton said? Did you, put, did you read the post they put up about there's no Yellowstone season six? They canceled it. The completely? Yeah. They said they're going to finish season five and that's it. They're shutting it off. All the stories, either if they're not even wrapped up, oh, if the stories aren't complete, that. they're done. They canceled it. So I put a, I put a little post up there and said, life is not worth living anymore. <laughs> I want off this plane. I wrote something to the effect of I, I'm out of here. And Mrs. Fort Watton wrote back. She goes, if I came back in life, I could live life over again. Beth Dutton would be one of my top 10 picks as to who to be. Oh, I'd be right there. I could see Mrs. Warwatton being Beth Dutton. Me too. Oh my God. I mean, firecracker extraordinaire. <laughs> Absolutely, I could. I, but see, you saw the hat I bought. I'd be Rip. I'd come back as Rip. Yeah, for sure. No problem at all. I'm partially the way there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not that's not too much of a character stretch for me. No, there isn't. I got a feeling you could you could, you could write the end of Yellowstone. Yes. As Rip. I could. And okay. I think I really think that that's not too much of a stretch for Mrs. Ford to play the part of Beth. There you go. I don't think that 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 hits too far from home. That's what I'm saying. All righty. Well, I'm going to go back and do what I'm going to do. Nothing. You're going to go sit in the house <laughs> on your fat ass and do nothing. No, I still have laundry I'm doing and stuff. You know, home making stuff. Home making stuff. Do they still say that? Homemaker? Homemaker? I don't think they say that anymore. 
Well, you know, there's a there's actually a TikTok girl who's super famous right now. Yeah. And she that's all she does is talk about I stay home, I cook, I Good clean for her. my man, I raise my children, I clean my house. She dress she overdresses the part with the polka dot dress and yeah, everything. I love that. And has her hair. I mean, but she's doing that fifties persona. And she's got millions of followers. Good for her. And her whole thing is, I don't care what you say. I love being a housewife. Absolutely. So It was good. Go. I don't regret anything. That was one of the hardest jobs I ever had. Yeah, well, what'd you tell me today? You're like, I'm not doing anything today. I'm retired. And I go, retired from what? <laughs> You're like, from raising eight kids and a husband was your exact words. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, thanks for listening again this week, everyone. And we'll see you next week. All right. Her microphone is off. My microphone is on. I will say goodbye. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. It was going to be a long podcast. I warned you, drive slow to work today because you're going to have to drive around the block a few times before you can try to finish the podcast before you park. You better leave early and you better take the long way. All right. I got to go. I got to get out of here myself. I'm going to try to get this downloaded, uploaded, and put where it's supposed to be. Thank you guys for tuning in. AM, FM, Sirius XM, or perhaps you're listening around the planet on the Armed Service Radio Network. Remember, wherever you go, there you are, and I promise you one thing. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Love.